Hi, and welcome to the Sunny Board Podcast. Once again, guys, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this podcast today. And as always, I hope that your stay with me is a pleasant one. Well, guys, we are into episode 14. And as always, I'm going to jump right into it. Um, But first, thanks again for joining me. And I want to encourage you to, um, to subscribe and to like and to share the podcast. Okay. So today, well, you know, as you guys, many of you know, and some of you probably have figured out that I'm a life coach, Um, but I don't really like to just like toss that out there that, you know, I'm a life coach because um, I think there there are preconceived notions when it comes to um, life coaching and stuff. Um, And I understand it, you know. Sometimes when people hear the word life coach, they automatically kind of think, well, there's nothing wrong with my life. I can, I I have control, you know, over my life. I don't need anybody to tell me how to live my life or something like that. And I try to explain that it's not that it's, it, it is exactly what it says. It's coaching. Just like, um, you know, guys who play football, um, because they have a coach, that doesn't mean that they don't know how to play football. Um, the coach is just there to kind of guide them and, you know, to help them to be the best that they can be. And so that is ultimately what a coach is and what a life coach is. Um, I feel like I do other things <laughs> than just life coaching. Um, I do relationship coaching. I do even some business coaching and some style coaching, you know, so it's just different things that I do where coaching is concerned. Um, setting visionary coaching, you know, it's just other things that I do besides coaching. And so sometimes I feel like the life coach thing kind of puts you in a box and I don't want to be in that box. So I'll just go with the general term of coach. But I know sometimes that can be, well, what kind of coach are you? <laughs> so, you know, but today as a coach and this communication is for life coaching, it's for relationship coaching, it's for career coaching, it's for everything. Um, today, I want to talk about how to communicate without being defensive because um, communication is a huge thing and it's huge in every part of life and every facet of life where no matter what you do or who you're with, it doesn't matter. Communication is still going to be a key area. Um, and communication many times determines your success or your failure in things. So I want to talk about how to communicate without being defensive, because a lot of times, you know, we, we, we communicate and we feel like we're communicating well, but then when we hear the other side of the story, then it's like, well, I guess I wasn't because that wasn't what I said, or that wasn't what I was implying, but that's how the other person heard it. So we're going to deal with a couple of ways to communicate well and to communicate without being defensive. So stick around. That's what we're doing today, guys. So in communication, one, there are, there are a few things that we kind of need to know off the bat. And one is that there are different um, styles of communication. Um, Another is that we don't all communicate the same. And the third is um, 
the way I communicate. No, we don't all communicate the same and we don't all hear and listen the same. I found that those differences can can lead to, you know, some misunderstandings. Um because we're different, because we're different in our communication styles and because we're different in the way we listen and we're different in, you know, how we communicate, those things can lead to misunderstandings. And so off the bat we have to know and, you know, just keep in mind that we're all different. So the way I communicate and the way someone else communicates is different, but that doesn't make that person wrong and it doesn't make me wrong. It's just we have to learn how each other communicate. And that's in that goes across the board, you know, in relationships, you know, in all kinds of relationships. That's a that's just a fact that we have to know um we have to be open to different forms of communication. One way that we can communicate without being defensive is we have to um it's good, I should say. It's good to learn how to take criticism. And taking criticism can be really hard, but it can be it can help us. But first, if you disagree and you have a a a a, a reason, a good reason for disagreement like this is just not true. Then if you disagree, you can simply exit, you know? Um you can thank the person and walk away, you know? Every we don't have to intake and ingest every criticism. Because people as people are going to criticize us, people are going to have their own opinions, they're going to have their own thoughts and perspectives and feelings about who we are and what we do that's just a natural I guess part of life um but we have to learn how to take it I'm not even going to use that word because taking it means I'm taking it I'm not taking it um so let's take out take because we don't have to learn how to take it um, we have to learn how to, what's a, what's another good word that we can use instead of take? We don't have to listen. We don't have to take it open. Let's learn how to be open to criticism. Um, because sometimes it can be, it can help us. Sometimes it can be effective. Um, and like I said, if you disagree, simply thank the person and walk away or, you know, kind of throw it away. You don't have to ingest it. You don't have to take it. You don't have to ponder it because some criticism come to discourage us and to, you know, kind of knock us down. So we don't have to take it. We don't have to, you know, if you don't agree, if it's simply not true and there's nothing that you can do with it, throw it away. Um, another thing that we can do, um, in learning how to be open to criticism is we can strategize how we can benefit from it. You know, someone tells me, let's say I I sing and someone tells me, 
you're flat or you you were flat today or you were off today um that is constructive criticism it's um it it can help me because then i need to then figure out i need to change i need to make a few changes so that i can have a good outcome right so then i strategize how can i benefit from from that criticism how can i benefit from this you know from being told that there's some adjustments that i need to make because we're supposed to benefit from it we can't always see it as you know negative see it as positive how can i benefit from learning that there are some adjustments that i need to make um another way that we can learn how to be open to criticism is view the criticism as a sign of the other person's belief in our abilities. There are times when people tell us things that we need to hear because they care about us. And so we have to be able to view that um, as a sign of that person caring and not always see it as this person doesn't like me or this person um just wants me to be discouraged or, you know, just not feel good about myself. View the criticism as a sign of the other person's belief in your abilities. So just like with the singing thing, if someone tells me, you know, you were off or you were flat, um, I have to view that as that person's ability, their belief in my ability to do better than what I was doing. That's a way to um, you learn. You're learning how to be open to criticism, and you're you're learning how to communicate. Because if you see it in your mind as um, this person believe in my abilities, then that's what's that's what's playing in your mind. And so when you open your mouth, you're not defensive. If what's playing in your mind is oh she she just saying that because. Oh, she, you know, then when you open your mouth to to communicate, you're going to communicate defensively. And like I said, that that may not be the person's intent at all. It may be, I, I know you can do better than that. What happened? You know, like what's going on? You may not even know that you, how, how, how you sound. So view the criticism as a sign of the other person's belief in your ability. Um, another way to learn how to be open to criticism is to be secure in who you are, you know, um, know what your abilities are and be secure in who you are and what your abilities are. When people know that they can just badger you and just knock you down with words and criticism, then there are some people that's going to they're going to do that. They're going to take up that, that job and that they're going to make that their assignment, their goal in life, um, to just badger you with words and just criticism. So be secure in who you are and all that they, they all tie in together because when you're secure in who you are, you can, if you disagree with the with the criticism, you can thank the person and walk away. 
Um, you don't even have to thank the person. That's just a suggestion. You don't have to say thank you. You can, oh, okay, all right, and walk away. Um, strategize how you can benefit from it. How can I benefit from this, you know, this criticism? And also see it as the other person's belief in your abilities. One thing we have to stop doing is retaliating. You know, because sometimes when we hear, you know, criticism, we hear someone telling us, um, man, that, you know, you can do that better. You know, that wasn't, then we automatically go to, well, what's wrong with you? We start looking for, well, you sounded bad two weeks ago, you know, and we go to, how can I get you back? And that, that shouldn't be, we have to, we have to learn to stop retaliating. Um, let's genuinely listen to the other person. Um, even in marriage, you know, you can, your husband say, you know, and I've been guilty of this, you know, your husband will give you some little constructive criticism and you, your mind automatically goes to what they're doing wrong. And then when your mind goes to that, then you, you communicate that because, but you're communicating defensively. You're communicating out of being, um, offended. And so you get defensive, you know? Um, so genuinely listen, you know, listen to the other person, um, allow yourself to see their perspective, they have a perspective. We all have different perspectives. And so many times if we put ourselves in the other person's shoes, you know, and we see things or put on their glasses, if you will, you know, we, we, we can see things from a different view. And a lot of times that's what we need. We need to see things from a different angle, from a different view. And then, you know, we can look and say, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. But if we communicate as soon as they say something and we're not genuinely listening um, and we're not allowing ourselves to see from their perspective, then we're not going to get to that point. And then the communication is just going to be kind of a back and forth shouting match. If you're that kind of person, you know, some people shout, some people um, withdraw. You know, they, they, okay, well, I have nothing else to say to you. <laughs> So, yeah, let's stop retaliating. You know, everything is not about um, this tit for tat. So let's stop, re stop retaliating. Genuinely listen to the other person and allow yourself to see their perspective. Another thing that we can do is identify our defensive triggers. Like, what are some things that trigger our defense mode? That's really important, guys, because when you can identify your defense modes, if it's if it's um kind of out of whack, <laughs> then you know, okay, because there are some people who they get defensive if you say anything that they did wrong. So your defense mode is if I tell you anything that I don't agree with or that, you know, you could have done better. 
anything that they deem as negative about themselves or about what they've done triggers a defense action. And so when you realize that you're that person, then you know, okay, I need to do some work because I have to, I I should be, it's good for me to be open to, you know, some ways I can improve. And I have to be able to hear that from other people, you know, people I trust. Sometimes it's your boss. And I mean, you may not trust your boss, but there are some things that he or she may need to say to you to help you improve. And so we should be open to that. Um, So identify your defense triggers. Um, I know for me, I defense, a a defense trigger for me is just kind of making me feel stupid. (laughs) You know, like I've done something stupid or I've said something stupid or I am stupid. Um, that is a big defense trigger for me. Um, and you can ask yourself, you know, I'm feeling, you know, for example, angry or I'm feeling anxiety or I'm feeling tense. Like those are ways that you can identify your defense triggers. How do you feel in your body? Like, how does your mind feel? Do you feel like, you know, like now in attack mode, you know, it's just different ways that we can identify what our triggers are. And what once you identify what your triggers are, like for me, if my trigger is, um, like I said, you know, I, I feel like you're saying I'm stupid. I go back to be secure in who I am. I am not stupid. You know, I, I'm smart. I'm capable. I'm, you know, I'm not stupid. Two, where, you know, kind of where, where is this coming from? Who is this person? Um, where is it coming from? If, if it's my mom or, or something, because you still have, you know, you still have to deal with no matter who it's coming from, you still have to kind of deal with the thing itself. Um, so then it's like, be secure in yourself. Um, view the criticism as a sign of the other person's belief in my abilities. You know, you, you got to start running this stuff in your mind. You know, okay, and I'm going to go back because, y'all, I I talk fast sometimes because I think fast. And I never want to confuse the listeners because my mind is it's going. (laughs) And I'm trying to get out everything in my mind because anybody who knows me knows that if I don't get it out, you know, it's going to disappear and, (laughs) and I'm not going to be able to find it again. So I have to, to get it out. So sometimes I'll just go fast and then I have to come back around and come meet it up again. So I hope y'all understand. (laughs) I hope y'all understand that. So I'm going back to because I feel like I need to go back there, um, the identifying the triggers. And so like, I'm still using myself as the example. Um, my trigger is, you know, um, feeling stupid or feeling like you think I'm stupid. And so that's the trigger, right? I've identified what the trigger is. Now I'm going back to learning how to be open to criticism. 
So here we are, a scenario. Someone I feel has said something that makes me feel stupid, right? That's my trigger. That's my defense trigger. Now, I'm now learning how to communicate without being defensive. So I'm going to think about it and I'm learning how to uh, not adjust. What's the word I said? I'm learning how to be open to criticism. So I'm going to say I'm secure in who I am. So I'm not stupid. I'm saying this to myself. Okay, you said something. I feel stupid. But now here, here I am now with myself in my mind. I, I have to now talk myself through this process because I don't want to communicate defensively. So I'm telling myself, Sonny, you feel that person said something. Okay, you're feeling like they think you're stupid. But be secure in who you are. Be secure in who you are. Are you stupid? No. Okay. Now, how can I strategize in a way that this benefits me? How can what they said benefit me? All right, I'll process that. How can this benefit me? Okay. Then I view it as a sign of that person's belief in my abilities. That's the positive side. We, we're staying away from negativity. So then I'm going to believe that what, you're, what you said is because you believe in me and you believe that I'm better, that I can do better because you've seen it or because you've experienced it or because you have this belief in me. If I don't see any of that, then I can disagree and let it go. Because like I said, all of it is not to benefit. All criticism, of course, we know is not to benefit us. So if we come to the to the space where we can't, we don't see where this person believes in our abilities or this criticism can't benefit me in any way, then we're walking away. But first, we, we, we go through those steps. We don't just walk away. We go through, how can this benefit me? And is this a person who believes in my abilities? Then if we don't find that, then we walk away. Okay? We stop. We don't go to, okay, well, what's wrong with you then? You're telling me about me. What, let's, let's look at what's wrong with you. We're, we're not retaliating anymore. We are genuinely listening to the other person. And, allow, and allowing ourselves to see their perspective. When we do these things, these stop us from retaliating because we're taking the focus off of what off the negative side of it. And we're looking at the positive side. We're looking at genuinely listening and seeing things from the other person's perspective. And while we're doing this, this also can help us to buy some time for ourselves. Um, 
by just processing it and even taking deep breaths. You know, you're buying yourself some time. Um, this kind of counteracts you just flying off at the mouth. You know, you're, you're processing, you're, you're, you're thinking about how can this benefit me? You're thinking about, you know, um, genuinely listening because I think a lot of times when we hear things, um, someone is talking to us, but we're hearing other stuff in our mind. So we're not genuinely listening because we're also processing what I want to say kind of in defense of what you're saying to me. So we don't have that genuinely listening thing going on because there's something else going on. I need to tell you about either defend myself or put the spotlight back on you. So doing all these things, like I said, helps us to buy some time, you know, where we can counteract a negative response. All of these helps us to communicate without defense. And like I said at the beginning, communication is huge. You know, if we don't have good communication or or even just because even getting to good communication, I think a lot of people, we want to jump to good communication, but we can start at improved communication and go to good and then best, you know, but let's start at improved because when we try to go straight to good, that too becomes an issue. Let's just work toward improved communication and improved communication comes with being able to you communicate with other people without being defensive and all the ways that we talked about identifying your triggers, you know, learning how to not take, but it, but be open to, um, criticism and you taking your deep breaths, you know, buying time to process and, um, not retaliating. All of these things helps us to communicate without defense because we're being positive. Our, 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 um, our mindset is to be positive in our communication. And so our thoughts were communication and even criticism is concerned are positive. And so our, because our input is positive, what we're putting inside of ourselves, our output can be positive. And when we output positive, we have better outcomes and that's what we want. We want better outcomes in our communication. So I really, really hope that this was a, a, um, a, a learning for you. I hope that it was a life lesson and that, you know, we work, we start working toward having better communication. Thank you guys so much for joining me today on the podcast. Like I said, I hope that your stay with me was a pleasant one. Um, share the podcast and I'll see you next time.